BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is Intimate Knowledge with Megan King. Shh, it's a show about sex. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Intimate Knowledge. I'm your host, Megan King. You can find me on Instagram at Megan King or check out my retreats that I'm offering at GaiaHavenExperience.com. Okay, we have some obvious headlines today. We have the whole Tom Sandoval and Ariana cheating scandal, but I have a lot to say on that. A lot. I've talked about it a little bit on my Instagram, but that was not an exhaustive, uh, informative um, sharing of my thoughts. Okay, that was word word jumble garbage. Anyways, you're with me. Before we go with that, there's a couple other other things I want to talk about. So, first of all, um, let's talk about Paris Hilton for a second. She is she. I, I freaking love Paris Hilton. She has just stayed consistent with her brand. She owns who she is all at all times, I feel like. And she is just a mogul. She definitely got that busy business savviness passed down from um, the Hilton family. And so she, she has um, a memoir she just came out with, and she's talking about her sex tape in 2004 that she made, by the way, congratulations on the baby Paris. He's so dang cute. So this is so interesting. Um, she talks about the tape and how it was everywhere. And she says that she agreed to do the sex tape with some um, chemical help, drinking and quaaludes, she, had, she said, with Rick Solomon because he kept pushing for it. And he could have anyone that he wanted. And she eventually agreed to do it. And she just wasn't 
very comfortable with it. And she says, this really sticks with me. She says, I needed to prove something to him and to myself. So I got hammered and I did it. I think that is such a relatable statement to even myself at 38 years old. Sometimes I'm not comfortable with something, but I kind of want to do it. And so I'll ha- I'll, you know, have a drink or whatever I need to do to, you know, get myself to that place. Now, the, her statement kind of makes me question, am I really ready for that or am I really ready to do something if I do need, you know, some uh, uh, to have a drink first? She um also I've explained how I was in a similar situation to Paris, totally different circumstances. I was married um, to my ex-husband. We had a threesome and I felt like there was pressure from him to have a threesome in order to, um, I don't know, keep him satisfied. He was a professional athlete and Paris Hilton talks about Rick Solomon and he was so much older than her. And like, so he was a big deal and this is what he, he wanted and, and she agreed. So in that way, I get it. But the, the toll that she says about, the shame surrounding her sexuality and her, which she wasn't even sure of when the sex tape was released. She felt like she was being raped, emotionally raped. And I can totally imagine that this, this tape sex tape was released without her consent or knowledge. And otherwise she talks about how she would have capitalized it, which on it, which I, I think we all believe that she would. And for that to come out, that's the most personal experience someone can have. You're literally bearing it all completely naked physically. And then here she is emotionally naked because the world is coming after her and um, shaming her for, you know, making the sex tape. And she begs the question, what about all those creepo weirdos watching a teenager have sex? What about them? Where's the judgment with, with that? So mic drop Paris. She also says that she felt asexual. I watched her documentary and how she had all those issues with that creepy school she went to, that boarding school that was like supposed to do some sort of like, I don't know, like re- rehab or conversion or some kind of weird shit. And Paris has spoken out about against it publicly. And so I don't know if like maybe that had something to do with sexuality, her sexuality, but she said that she hated this idea of sex when she was a teenager until it was absolutely unavoidable. And um, I get that. If, if you have, if an individual has been violated, it doesn't matter if it's sexually or physically or other, it could be anything that to, to expose yourself in a way sexually, that's the, the most vulnerable experience you can have individually with another person. So I understand how one might even find themselves being asexual for a time or forever. So there is this toll surrounding sex tapes, or there certainly was. And why are the consumers not shamed for this? Why do we why do we as consumers hold so much power in shaming others for what they decide to do with their bodies or with sex? It's our favorite thing to do. It's one of our favorite things to do as a culture as society. I I partake in it too. I'm I'm not innocent here. Why? It's like do 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 we find some sort of pleasure in nitpicking apart someone else's complete vulnerability because we feel scared to do that. There's got to be some Freudian explanation here. And you know what? She talks about her sexuality being asexual. I've struggled with my sexual identity. I've talked about on this show how I went on a date with girl, a girl, because I was, um, 
I, w- I was like, wait a minute, like guys aren't doing this for doing it for me. I've been through so much trauma. It's confusing. You kind of forget how to trust yourself and your own desires. And by the way, I think that society has pushed us into this idea where we have to identify as some sort of sexuality. Um, are we gay? Are we straight? Are we bi? That's pretty much those three things that we want people to fall into. When someone is bi, I feel like it's very confusing. Well, if you're, are you more into girls? Or are you more into guys? Like, I don't know. I mean, well, well, how do you decide if you're, you know, it's just, it's not accept, it's not fully accepted. And so I just, I would prefer not to identify as anything sexually, although like, I guess I'm straight, but, um, it's definitely something that I've struggled with because it's such a cultural identifier. Who are we? Are we male? Are we female? Are we gay? Are we straight? You know, it's kind of silly if you think about it. Um, Moving on. Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is back. Everybody, they are returning as a new version after a four-year hiatus. Did anybody else even know that they were off? I mean, I'm sure, but... Mm. Look, I was an Abercrombie model back in the day, 2014, but who's counting? And I kind of felt like that was kind of like the height of Abercrombie as we as we knew it at the time. You know, like the super skinny models, the beautiful um all like Americana couples and um just like sex and just like coeds and fun and you know, silly like unattainable lifestyle kind of shit that I fully partook in and loved every second of it. I had a great time being an Abercrombie model for five seconds. And I kind of felt like that was the like college version of, I don't know, like the college co-ed version of Victoria's Secret. And I didn't really like the Victoria's Secret fashion show because I internalized it and thought like I should look like that and be like that. Also, it was weird because I always felt like I was kind of watching some sort of secret special club like all of these models looked like they were having so much fun it was almost like a reality show watching a reality show with the Victoria's Secret fashion show instead of actually watching a fashion show and I think that was the draw of it these women were beautiful and they had so much confidence and they strut down the runway and you feel like I'm not a part of that club but I have this like secret look inside of it it's kind of like watching the Real Housewives of Orange County except without the mess without the messiness, without the drama, without the catfighting. I mean, I'm sure that existed in in the Victoria's Secret fashion show, but uh, we weren't privy to that information and, and we didn't see any of it. So Victoria's Secret has gotten a lot of flack throughout the years. They uh, have gotten flack for not showing women's bodies and embracing all sizes and backgrounds of models. Well, duh, it's Victoria's Secret. I mean, what did people expect? We know that song, like Victoria's Secret was founded by a white guy in Ohio. Like he's some probably some perv sitting there like how thinking of how he can somehow create some business where he gets to look at hot models all day long with perfect bodies. Well, bingo. There you have it. Victoria's Secret was created. And so now here we are back with Victoria's Secret fashion show. They are going to, I guess, like rebrand or something and so we'll see what they have to offer. I mean, look, people are divided on the show coming back. Do we like it? Honestly, I feel a little bit. If I have to feel a way, I feel neutral. But if I have to decide which side of neutral I'm on, I'm going to go with more intrigued. So 
I'm interested to see with what they do with this. I don't, I think it's, I think it's probably going to fail because people expect sexiness from Victoria's Secret. Just like, for instance, they expect sexiness from Playboy and Playboy has totally fallen out of favor. And if Playboy came back, you know, with some sort of rebrand, I just don't know how that would hit. And you know who did a great rebrand, though, is Abercrombie, going back to Abercrombie. When I was a model for Abercrombie, it was the, you know, stereotypical Abercrombie. Now it's like, it's like good for moms and and I love the clothes. They fit really well. They have tall sizes. The sizing is true to size. It's not small. It's um, body inclusive. They did a fantastic job with rebranding. Also, they basically just like took the their niche of me, my age when I, at the, when they were the height of Abercrombie, and then they rebranded it for like still being for me. But you know, twenty years later, can Victoria's Secret do that? I don't know. I love the Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale. I bought buy ton of stuff from them and I, I feel sexy in it. So I don't know how you can have a, a sexy fashion show without really embracing the sexy. So I'm kind of here for the train wreck. That's what I think is going to happen. Just saying. Now people are comparing this show to Rihanna's Savage Fenty, Savage and Fenty collab. Do I think it compete? Duh. No, obviously, hands down. That's that's a hard, hard no. All righty, all righty, all righty. So we have reached the moment in the show where we will finally discuss Vanderpump Rules. Ariana Maddox and Tom Sandoval in the drama that is there with Raquel. Okay, so here, here's what's happening. So Ariana and Tom have been dating for nine years, roughly. There was news that like or rumors that like all wasn't well in paradise fine. It happens. Nine years, long time to be together with somebody. And so what happened was, I guess like Raquel had been a big fan of the show and now she's on the show and that's no secret. And now here she is, she's 28 years old, which is old enough. That that is old enough to know better. And if you, if, if you are 28 years old and you enter into a relationship with a man who's essentially common law married, that's a problem. I mean, you understand that you're getting into something messy. Like, I don't, especially if you're trying to pre- pretend to be friends with this girl. So not okay. And and then even, even if things were falling apart. Also, if things are falling apart, which that's what happens when relationships come to an end, things start to fall apart and they start to get a little bit complicated. Lines can get blurred. Well, what does a coward do? Let me tell you. A coward does what Tom Sandoval does which is start to dip their toe in the dating waters, start to open up their hearts and their minds to the possibility of seeing another person. Next thing you know, he's sleeping with Raquel. Look, she was right there. It was like taking baby from a candy, taking taking candy from a baby, taking, can, taking baby from a candy. Either way, it was easy. Okay. And it was right there in the palm of his hand. And she was probably waiting for that to happen. I don't deny that there's chemistry between people, whether they're in a relationship or not in a relationship. But what I do have a problem with is somebody being a big enough person to end their current relationship, to have the decency to break it up or to at least say, look, this isn't working. Or like, wow, I'm really confused, Raquel. Tom could say, or Tom could say to Ariana, 
I'm very confused, Ariana. I'm having feelings for Raquel. I mean, that would be it. That would be a bombshell, but that would be the mature thing to do. And that's not what happened. What happened? This is what I think happened. So um, Ariana is at a concert for Tom. Apparently she had already kind of like broken things off with him, but like clearly they're still very much together because she has Tom's phone while he's on stage performing. She looks at his phone because a racy picture pops up. Raquel, allegedly, this is what I'm, this is all allegedly. This is my theory. Okay. So Raquel's picture pops up something sexy. Then Ariana's like, what the fuck? I need to look into this. Duh. Like I would too. And also she was very trusting if this is the first time she's looked through his phone. So then she starts to look through his phone. Well, I think she probably screen recorded the messages. And then like she had a full scroll session. I am sure of it. I bet she went on Snapchat or bet she went on Instagram. I bet she did all the things while he's up there on stage. That's what I would do. Screen recorded everything, sent it to herself. Raquel came at, you know, the whole basically Vanderpump Rules cast with um, some sort of quote unquote legal action. Well, let me interpret that for you. What she did, I think, is a ce- she created a cease and desist, essentially saying that these um, com- these images that like people are viewing were, uh, there sounds like there were compromising images. Uh, the word pornography was used, quote unquote. And I think that she's freaking the fuck out because- her friend group is now like spreading around this, this like very incriminating and decisive, decisively um, proof of cheating about um, Raquel. And she don't like that. Okay. How do I feel about this? I mean, you made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. And Tom it's just a freaking, he's just a coward. And I think this is so typical, by the way, that, that, um, I think I, I almost wonder if Tom wanted Ariana to find out because it's so easy. It's such an easy way out when you're, when your relationship is going downhill, start to dip your toe in the wa- waters, you know, date somebody for a while, see if things are going to work out, you know, see if it's worth it, see if it's worth leaving Ariana before you actually do it. And then, once you th- once once things you know you things seem like they're good, then um you still don't want to break up because it's like real messy and stuff. And now you're like involved in this new relationship, and so then you give your your girlfriend your phone while you're on stage, knowing that like you're in a full blown affair with Raquel, and so you know that that Ariana, who's your girlfriend in nine years, has your password, obviously. And so when her picture pops up, like, what do you think she's going to do? Ignore it? No. So I think Tom wanted this to happen. I think he planted this. And I don't know if he did it in a me- in a purposeful, messy way, or if it was, um, if it was like he did it unconsciously. But either way, it happened. And now he fucked up not only Ariana's life, but Raquel's life. Raquel is an, is an equal player in this mess, but less so than Tom. Tom deserves way more shit than Raquel. Although Raquel deserves a lot of shit because she knew what was happening. And this is a tight knit group and you do not go there. This is, I don't know what kind of karma is going to come their way, but it's not, it's not going to be pretty. And then Tom's response, 
Oh, oh, by the way, he's from St. Louis. I'm coming to you from St. Louis. He's a fellow St. Louisan, and I could not be more disappointed. You know what? Also, I have something to say. I feel very strongly about this because I have been through a public cheating scandal. My ex-husband cheated on me publicly, and I got to find out in the press. Ariana found out on the phone. I also did that um, after I found out in the press. And um, it, it it sucks like to have to process all of this in the press while it's in the press. The press is moving faster than your brain. Like in a normal situation without, without famous people, she'd be sitting there reeling, hating on her friend and able to like keep this under wraps for a few days until she's ready to start slowly telling, you know, maybe her tier two best friend or whatever it is. I don't know. But now the whole world knows. Literally the whole world knows. Anyone who wants to know can know. And there is no hiding from that. And so there's no time to process. And so it's the most lonely and isolating experience to be cheated on in this public of a way. And so I I heard Raquel deleted her Instagram or something. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know how she's going to ever come back from this because she is going to be hated by that group. I mean, I think the only way that they can move on from this is to really just like take it on the head and really just apologize, apologize, apologize for being um, selfish and immature and manipulative and just sneaky and um, just wrong. It's just wrong. Um, Of course I'm team Ariana. She didn't do anything wrong. Tom, Tom and um, Raquel did a lot wrong. And it's not like they did a lot wrong one time. They slept in Ariana's bed when she was out of town. This had been going on for six months. Six months is longer than, it's like the longest relationship that I've ever been in post-divorce. That's like, I was like ready to think about getting married at six months. Like these are two grownups. They're 28 and 40 years old. Six months is like two years in okay six months in hollywood first of all is like 14 years six months in adult land is like two years let's say it's i mean you you kind of know what you're looking for at that point so those are my thoughts on tom sandoval tom you can stay out there in hollywood we don't need you back in st louis we are doing just fine with our wholesomeness here in the great land of missouri um, okay, guys. Oof, woof. I seriously feel really strongly about this. And by the way, I don't even watch that show. I don't watch pretty much any TV unless I can binge it real quick or something. Um, and usually it's a documentary or some sort of sordid crime story. But I got all caught up on this because I love Lala Kent and I saw that she slashed the price of her Bambi Bambi eyed bitch palette or something. I think she like um collabed with Raquel on that so it was like a petty a petty jab at Raquel uh petty and deserved by the way and I am sliving for it thank you Paris Hilton for that word tying everything together today and um so yeah that's how I found out about it through Lala and um Lala also has like a terrible narcissistic ex-husband and our ex baby daddy I should say and so I've kind of um um, like spoken with her in solidarity and support. 
And so that's how I found out. And that's why I got involved in looking into this. Ugh, what a mess. I saw Tom Sandoval one time. I went to a um, I went to a NASCAR race, a NASCAR race in Fontana, California. By the way, it was on the Real Housewives of Orange County, and I arranged it. That's such a random thing I did. And um, it's my first NASCAR race. Super fun. Got to ride in the pace car. And I remember Tom Sandoval was there. And he like popped into our suite or something and said hello. So I did meet him briefly. So I met him at a NASCAR race during filming for the Real Housewives in California. And we're both from St. Louis. Weird. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable and with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. I did a Instagram Q&A. You guys put some good questions in there, but I basically, I didn't really look through them, all of them, 
because I want to make sure that I answered really off the cuff and just genuinely. And if I'm surprised, then I'm surprised and we'll see how I react. So um, I have my team come up with a list of questions right here that you guys have submitted. And then um, I might run through and see if there's some more that I missed. So let's start. Listener questions. I've been out of the date. I've been out of the game for a while and I'm terrified about getting back into dating. Any advice? I feel you, girl. Oh, gosh, it's so hard to get back in the dating game. Yes, I have advice. Um, go out, do your makeup, do your hair, take some good pictures and start taking care of your body. And when I mean take care of your body, I don't even necessarily mean like go to the gym or something. Do things that make you feel sexy, like go get a bikini wax or shave your legs when you don't need to or um, give yourself a face mask one night when you're like during your binge watch your nightly binging or whatever you do, or, you know, if you're reading a book, do some beauty things, go get a manicure, do some things that make you feel pretty, whatever that may be and put together. For me, that was huge because I think I let all of those things kind of fall off when I was in a relationship. I got comfortable, which is a good learning lesson for me as well. So that's what I would do. Start with a bikini wax and then get another bikini wax when it's time. Certain things like that. Um, and then any advice? Yes, take pictures. When you look good, take a picture of yourself. Have your friends take a picture of you, not just a selfie. Like, Do a cute pose, figure out how to pose, and put it on your dating app. You want to make sure this is – if you are interested in dating for life, you know, finding a partner, then you have to put real effort into that. Put real effort into your body, into your confidence, into your your profile. That's your resume. You wouldn't just show show any old resume for the, your dream job. Why would you show any old picture for your dream guy? Like get to work and make this, you know, make this happen for yourself, whatever you want to get out of it. Any advice for dating with young kids? Hmm. So I think my the way that I do it is a little bit unconventional because I don't I don't introduce my children to people as romantic partners, but I do introduce them to somebody as a friend. So for instance, if I'm going on a date, which is very rare in St. Louis because I think I've been on two dates in the city ever. Um, but I do have like I do import my dates. Mm -hmm, I know. Um, I'm extra like that. So like my kids have only ever met I think four guys they've met, they just met Will, Cuff, Christian, and Ben. So that's four. Did I miss anybody? I think that's it. Um, But like the, as romantics, actually, they didn't even introduce, I didn't introduce them to Will or Ben as romantic partners, only um, Cuff and Christian. So really, they only know about two. But they do. I mean, maybe they would read the energy or something. But when I say I'm going, I'll say I'm going on a date. But I don't think my kids really understand that a date is like is romantic in nature because I'll also use the term date um, by design. I use that term for going out with my girlfriends as well. I want them to to think like I have a lot of friends, girls and guys, and I don't necessarily need for that, there to be like some sort of distinction between romantic and, and unromantic um, until it gets very serious. So that's my, that's, I guess, I don't know if that's advice, but, um, and dating with young kids, get a freaking sitter, get a sitter. You deserve it. Like go on a date and get a sitter and like have your sitters stay an hour after you think an hour later than you think you will need them because why not? 
just like, even if the date ends, just relax, like just scroll through Instagram or something for an hour, like have a drink alone, like make a master date out of it, but get a sitter, figure out how to get a sitter. How do I get him to commit and put a label on it? Tell him you don't want it. Mm -hmm. I, um, and believe it, got that advice from Pamela Anderson on her documentary. She has a good point. So if you act like you don't want it, then you might just get it. As I say that out loud, it sounds very unhealthy. I am always <laughs> preaching about communicating and that is pretty much the antithesis of communicating. But um, if you can't get him to commit or put a label on it, then it's probably not something he wants to do. And if that's something that you want, you need to reevaluate your expectations in the relationship as they relate to his. And maybe you guys just aren't a fit at this time. Maybe you'll be a fit down the road. I don't know. But by forcing someone to do something that they're not ready for is not going to be healthy for anybody. Do I have a celebrity crush? Who's a celebrity you would love to bang? I don't understand this question. Everybody, like, this is like every outlet's favorite question to ask. Celebrity crush. Like, celebrities are just real people. Can I just have a crush on a real person? I mean, there's so many hot celebrities I was I would bang. And then I'll, like, go to their Instagram and I read it and I, f I realize they don't know how to write or, like, they don't might not have a brain or, like, they're not, they're not funny or they're not, you know what I mean? So I don't know celebrities personally. I have to know them personally if I'm if I'm going to bang them, I think. I mean, Kill Mary Fuck, I can play that all day long. Don't get me wrong. That's like one of the best games ever invented. But um, we don't have anybody here. Okay. My body changed so much after giving birth and I hate being naked. This is really affecting my sex life with my husband. Any advice? Yeah, this is a tough one because bodies do change a lot after, after getting birth and getting naked. So my advice is less about your husband and more about you. What I suggest for you to do, and this is like where, this is the kind of thing where my retreats would be good for you, whoever asked this question, because we do exercises that are sort of related to the one I'm going to tell you to do, which is when you get out of the shower, get fully, stay fully naked, wet hair, no makeup, you and look at yourself in the in the mirror. Look at your whole body. Look at the parts that you hate the most and the parts that you love the most and say it out loud. I love you breast because you have given life to these children. And then look at your stomach and say, I love you stomach and all of that extra flab because you carried a child and that's miraculous. I love you vagina because you are able to birth and give life to this, this human that is the most important thing in my life. Um, Go through every every wrinkle that you have, your hair. Maybe it's falling out post birth. Um, give give thanks for that. This is you know this is the adult way of finding the silver lining, and it also tricks our brain into believing that we love ourselves. You say it in your eyes, say it with conviction, and believe it. But say it over and over until you start crying because you believe it so much. You no one will love yourself more than you love yourself, and that is where you have to start in order to give yourself to another person, including your child, but most certainly your husband, which is harder to do because we're not conditioned. We're not created to have unconditional love for someone who is not our child. It takes a lot more effort. So love yourself, love your body, trick yourself into loving your changed body. God, I hope that was decent advice. It's I, I almost think, feel like the advice I just gave is 
oh, you have anxiety? Just don't worry about it kind of advice. Sorry if it is, but I think that's a good exercise. I'm a new mom and my husband and I are just not having sex. How do I convince him to have quickies with me? I don't know. I don't like a quickie. So I don't know why you would want to convince him to have a quickie. That just, that sounds like his way of getting off. Not a girl, like a woman takes a little bit more time to rev up, but maybe you're doing that before and then you want a quickie. So freaking take him to the testosterone doctor and get him injected with some hormones or something. Get his levels tested. Like we had um, the dick doc on TikTok on here and he was saying how women in their 40s are really at their sexual prime and men's sexual prime is in their 20s and it declines from there. So it's so important that these men and your husbands and your boyfriends understand this in order to take away the shame that surrounds it and get them to the dang doctor, get their blood levels drawn and figure out how that they they can be more balanced. Not only are they going to feel better, they're going to you're going to have a better sex life and they're going to look better and feel better and have more energy. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So and you'll probably have more than a quickie girlfriend. I'm just saying. How can I have hotter sex? I'm married with four kids and I need it. Whew. I don't know. Um, do something different. Watch some porn together. Um, pretend like you guys are like play out some fantasy date or something, you know, where he's like, I don't know, maybe like he's like a businessman and you're like a teacher and you like go to the restaurant and you meet him. I'm, I don't know. I'm just thinking of silly things that could be like super sexy and, and turn you guys on in a way that, um, you know, being together long enough to have four children and the stress that comes with that won't do for you anymore. Start with porn, figure out what kind of porn you guys like to watch together. Maybe it'll surprise you. Maybe you like to watch porn different kind of porn that you didn't even maybe don't watch porn at all maybe you should try it out start there um what are my thoughts on a vibrator is it worth it any suggestions duh like we we all have vibrators i have like 15 i use like i use one but um yeah definitely worth it um i have one that kind of has like two prongs so it kind of goes around like on both sides of the clit and it's um, yeah, it's just like quick and easy way to, to um, enhance that experience, whether it's alone or with a partner, I prefer it alone. Um, but I mean, I'll do, I'll, I'll use it with a partner every now and then. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely try it. This one's like, it's very, it's a good entry level one too. It's not like a big, huge dildo, like intimidating one or anything. My boyfriend just told me he's a recovering sex addict. Should I stay? Will he cheat? Okay. Recovering sex addict. I struggle with even believing this is a thing because I feel like that is a, a um, synonym for narcissist. And if it is, if I'm correct, then no, you should not stay. And yes, he will cheat. Talk me out of it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. What are some things in a man that give you the ick, like bad breath, does yoga, etc.? Okay, I can't stand when they wear a gold chain. Ew. Um, what else can I not stand? Oh, ew, nose hairs and ear hairs. Trim those. We do all of our own grooming, so like at least handle a little. T- oh, and eyebrows that are get- going a little wonky. I mean, as we age, those hairs get a little out of control. Like, take care of it. We don't want any extra hair anywhere. My kids are getting older and I feel like I need to have the sex talk with them. I know your kids are still young, but any advice for me and what to say? I don't ever think I'm going to have a sex talk with my kids. I'm very open with them as far as like what their age, you know, is appropriate for their ages, um, which is at this point, there's six, four and four. So it's like, um, okay, like we don't touch each other's um, private parts. Um, or yeah, mommy was pregnant with you. Well, how did you come out? How did I come out mom through my vagina? Okay. Like, so, so it's like, I'm slowly introducing, that's not weird for them, by the way. It's only weird because we make it weird. And like, if you tell something to a kid as fact, they don't think anything of it. They haven't been 
conditioned to think that these terms are negative or derogatory or gross, weird terms like the word vagina or like the the thought of a baby coming out of a vagina and even them coming out of my vagina. That doesn't gross them out because I'm saying it scientifically and matter of factly and not with any sort of like projected emotion or fear or disgust or by I'm not like, well, you came out of my the JJ machine. Like, no, 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 no. We're just going to be honest with our kids. So if your kids are old enough now where you have to have the sex talk and you haven't talked about it with them yet, you have to get on it because the average age that a child is first introduced to porn is eight, eight years old. So that is the age that your children are going to learn about sex. If you haven't had the sex talk with them by the time they're eight years old, then you are very late and it's time. You just got to get on it. Talk to them in the car. You know, like talk to the, I would, I would start by saying like, um, I don't know, you know, um, people date or I don't know, think of somebody who's dating. Um, oh, maybe we just heard on the radio that so-and-so is dating so-and-so. What does that mean to you, Susie? And Susie would be like, I don't know, mom. Like, I don't know. I guess they like go on dates. Well, what do you think they do on the dates? Like, what do you think is different about a dating relationship than a friendship? And then you can kind of like go down that rabbit hole. Well, like, do you, do you think that they're making out? What is making out? What is making out the same today as it was when, when I was a kid, like when I was a kid making out was, you know, you kind of like touch each other. Maybe you touch a boob or like you stick your tongue in each other's mouths or and then your your daughter or son would be like, ooh, mom, oh my gosh, no. I mean, I don't know. Making out is, yeah, I guess it's the same. I mean, and then you could kind of go down that road a little bit and you could stop there and then maybe pick it up at a later time. Okay. <laughs> how do you investigate a guy and how much does it cost? Well, you have to have a ser- you have to like have a service um that you pay for, like on a monthly basis. So you can pay for like 20 bucks a month, like um benverified.com. That's a good one. That's a good easy start. So let's do that one and background check everybody and then some. Also look at their social media, their LinkedIn, their background check. Make sure they own the house they say they own. If they do, the car they say they own. Yeah, I do all this stuff. (laughs) Nothing gets past me. I've never been divorced and my best friend is going through a nasty divorce right now. I'm not sure what to say to her to make her feel better. From your experience, do you have any words of encouragement I can tell her to make her feel better? Yes, I do. This is what you say when you don't understand what someone is going through. I'm so sorry. That sounds very difficult. That's it. That's it. That's all your girlfriend wants to hear. You can't fix it. It's so hard when you're a fixer and you can't fix it and you can't even understand it. So how can you fix it? And even if you do understand it, you can't fix it. And so what you could say is, I I don't, I can't relate. I really, w- I wish I could relate, but I cannot. But it sounds like you are going through a very difficult time. What can I do for you to help? Or let me know, please tell me what I can do for you to help. You could say, I don't have a lot of time right now, or I don't have a lot of money right now, but what I do have is X, Y, Z. Maybe you do have time. Go have a lunch or coffee or offer it up. Or maybe you do have money. Go send, have Uber Eats, drop off a meal at her house. But yeah, just say it seems like you're, seems like you're going through a really hard time and I would like to support you. How can I, how can I do that? 
Did you know your ex was cheating before you knew for sure? Um, I honestly, I don't think I was thinking about it. Um, when I found out he was cheating, he, um, it was already like had passed time had passed. Um, and my, I was pregnant with my twins during when he was cheating and, um, he was having like this full sex sexting affair with a, another woman that I found out on the tabloids. And, um, I, so no, I think I just trusted, I trusted him implicitly and, um, somebody also said, let's see something like did I know Jim was cheating since I cheated with him or something like that. Let me see if I could find it real quick. Um, oh yeah. Being that Jim cheated with you, didn't you expect him to cheat on you too? I didn't cheat with Jim. I've never, no. So Jim was still legally married at the time we started dating, but the divorce was in full effect. In fact, his ex-wife um, was dating the person that she's now married to and has a kid with. Uh, before Jim and I started dating. So I didn't cheat with Jim ever, literally ever at all, period. And like that story could be corroborated by all of the figures involved. So uh, no, I did not expect him to cheat on me too. I was tw like 27 or 28 years old. I went into it thinking like, this is the love of my life. He had love bombed me into believing that this was it. I was his one and only kind of like he's doing with Courtney now, his new wife. And it's like, watching the same movie she just hasn't seen this movie yet i've seen it a million times now that i know what i'm watching but um no i did not expect him to cheat on me um so signs people should look for you know what i guess intuition for sure think about that but it's usually right but more than that i think like um projection so if your partner's all of a sudden starting to accuse you of maybe texting other guys or other girls or um you know start, starting to get jealous whereas they weren't jealous you know about things in the past like that could be a sign that that they're projecting their insecurities about their relationship onto you that's how i always knew with jim still to this day because he'll say stuff like you're doing this and that and i'm like and like i'm not doing it and i'm like oh okay now that's what he's doing hope i just didn't show my hand there um, what do my parents think about the gym drama? They're very sad. Very sad. Uh, co-parenting with a narcissistic ex. How do you cope? I don't co-parent with him. Um, I co-parent with myself, which is very difficult because I would love to have a sounding board every now and then. Um, lots of gym questions. Do you think Jim is still in love with you and mad you left him? I don't think he's in love with me. I think he hates me, but I think that hate is only an emotion that one can have if there was once love, which is, is creepy. What I, I think the opposite of love is apathy, not hate because hate, you still have to have some level of like desire for that person. Love is like all engrossing and, and like um, it's beautiful. And it, it's about giving that person like, thinking about that person, um, putting them first and, um, truly respecting who they are as an individual. Hate is putting all of that energy that you had with the love 
into negativity. And apathy is the complete lack of any of that. So there you go. Apathy is probably the opposite of hate too, but it's definitely the opposite of love. Um, Am I interested in dating women? So I've talked about how I dated a woman and I, um, I'm not interested in dating women. Um, how is my dating life going? I am, um, so I, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm dating. I don't know if I'm, I wouldn't even call it dating. My friend Will and I are really close friends and we've been close friends for a while. And he, we don't have a title or anything and we're just, we, we travel and we have fun and, um, we're, we're close and he respects me and I feel really safe with him. Um, I like, I, I adore him as a person. Um, I like the way that I feel with when I'm with him. And I think that until that stops that I'm really happy with the way things are and I'm not trying to label things. Um, we, I mean, not to say that I won't in the future try to label things, but for now, I really like the cadence that we're in. And I would just, I think it would be remiss of me to try to change that up in some sort of way that I find to be more traditional and fitting. And I could like probably, you know, pack it up real nice and with a little bow on top and say like, okay, this is my boyfriend or whatnot, but I don't feel the need to do that. I really like the way things are. So that's what we're doing. A bunch of you guys asked about Will. Um, as a daughter of a 100% Italian narcissist dad who drove Lamborghinis, it's hard on the kids. I'm sorry. That sucks. Ugh. This, this says, you question your ex's reason for going to St. Bart's. How is this empowering women? You know what? I, I, I'm not going to talk about that question on here. I'm going to take it to my subscriber page because I think that is a good question that I want to talk about. The reason I have a subscriber page on my Instagram is because I don't I don't want everything that I talk about in the press. And the subscriber page keeps that from happening. So I basically like can go there and talk about anything from heart to dating to um um gym and like co-parenting and whatever. And it's, I know it won't be leaked to the press. Look, I'll leak some juicy stuff and I leak a ton of stuff on this show. Like for instance, that I had a threesome, like that's a big, for instance, that I dated a woman. Okay. Like we, we leak a lot on this show. I do a lot, a lot of leaking, but there's some things that are just more sensitive, like, um, you know, my thoughts surrounding um, Jim or like how things, how I, I navigate this crazy world of having a child with a disability. And that's where I keep it on the subscriber page. So um, you can go ahead and subscribe by going to my Instagram. All right, you guys, I think that's all we have time for today. That was a fun show. I think I'm going to need a nap after this. I am headed to Florida driving 11 hours. Yeah, you heard that right. I think I'm going to leave at like 3 a.m. So I need some sleep, but don't worry, guys, because if I know, you know. Okay. Till next week on Intimate Knowledge, I'm your host, Megan King. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.